Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live in the Soho district of New York City. I decided to go on a little adventure today. Um, so, a couple of housekeeping things. First of all, in the coming weeks, you're going to start hearing ads on the show. And that's because I'm finally able to monetize um, the podcast. Um, Anchor um, has finally allowed it, and so... Obviously, this is a job for me, and I, w- I want to make money. <laughs> let's be real here. Let's, let's be honest about my intentions. Um, of course, I love celebrity gossip and all that, and I love talking to you guys, but I also need money in order to pay my rent. Um, the vlog is coming along nicely. I have um, teamed up with the producer who's going to help me. Um, and we have some really cool things planned for you guys. And finally, um, while we get the ads, um, ad situations, um, all worked out, um, Anchor has rolled out a new thing called listener support. So if you want to tip me or leave me money, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, all you have to do is if you're listening through the Anchor app, just go to listener support and um, send me money. And trust me, money is always appreciated. And that's going to lead us right into our first story. Yesterday, Les Nunez, there was an expose in the New York Times about Les Nunez. If you recall, when we last left him off, he had just been fired from CBS. Um, but he was counting on a $120 million payout, um, because he didn't feel like they fired him for cause. Well, According to this new report, there was cause. In fact, CBS's attorneys, um, the outside attorneys that were investigating these sexual um, misconduct claims, actually had said to um, the board, hey, you know, we don't see any reason to fire him at first. And then a manager by... um, by the name of Duar um, was found to be in possession of some text messages which are very damning. So what did these text messages say? Basically, Les Munez is um, a douchebag. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the actress's name. I, I sent the link to myself so I could talk about this. Yes, I do that. Don't judge me. I I feel y'all judging me. Um. Her name is Bobby something. This is what I get for not being prepared and being so excited about money. Um, Bobby Phillips. So, basically, what happened was... A couple years ago, or a couple years ago, a couple decades ago, um, Bobby Phillips was an up-and-coming actress. Um, she had appeared on Mario Children a couple times, and she was landing small parts, and her and Mr. Uh, Mr. Duar ran into one another, and he signed her right away. And he sent her into a meeting with Les Munez, who at the time was running Warner Brothers TV, 
and they had just launched um, Friends and ER, so they were really riding high and they were really excited about the possibilities. So, so Bobby went in for this meeting and she was so excited and, you know, you know, she thought this was going to be her big break. And Les Munez allegedly forced her to suck his dick. Now, Munez, for his part, does admit that um, there was consensual oral sex, but he does not, and he refutes that he forced a woman to suck his dick. Who knows if that's true or not. Um, I, I have a feeling that as long as his dick was in her mouth, he doesn't care if she gave permission or not. Um, and it's 20 years ago, so he has plausible deniability. Well, he would have had plausible deniability if one of the text messages to Mr. Dwar hadn't said if Bobby talks, I'm sunk. So, basically, this whole thing leads up to he deleted, um, he and Mr. Dwar had this whole long conversation. They were talking for months and they were scheming. Um, Dwar was pushing for Munez to put his clients into um, shows on CBS. And allegedly Munez talked to Eva LaRue, who used to be on All My Children. She played Maria. Um, Joshua Morrow, who is on Young and the Restless. He plays um, Nicholas. Um, and a couple of other stars, uh, daytime stars, on, the, on their primetime shows. Not a big deal, right? Like, that's what a manager does. Well, Munez was really taking his time. And so Mr. Dwar started using Bobby Phillips as his pawn in order to get what he wanted. And he would say things like, she's really getting angry, yada, yada, yada. Now, I don't know if any of that is true. I don't know if um, Bobby Phillips was messaging him saying, hey, like, if this dude doesn't start to get me into a show or something, I'm going to, you know, start talking. Or if he was just using her as kind of um, leverage. My gut tells me that he was using her as leverage, to be honest. But, you know, again, I don't know that for a fact. What we do know is um, Les Munez started to get desperate. And the more desperate he got, the more pressure Dower put on him. Well, this whole thing blew up. Because it, it even, <coughs> excuse me, it eventually led to um, less deleting messages from his friends, including Duar, off of his iPad. Well, Duar did not delete the text messages per Munez's instruction, and he turned them all over to CBS, or the, the attorneys conducting the investigation for CBS. And now that $120 million payout that he was so certain he was going to get is looking less and less likely because now they can say, we fired you for cause because you deleted information that we asked you not to delete. So here we are. Um, Like I said, this was a big expose. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out 
in the very near future with it. So I'm going to stay on top of the story. And I'm going to go and I will be right back. This is where a commercial will play um, when I finally get those all set up. I'll be right back. And I'm back. From one disgraced um, former power player to another. Matt Lauer is said to be trying to make him come back. And if you read on Crazy Days and Nights, even Blind Gossip has gotten in on it. Um, Everyone's kind of throwing out there that um, NBC wants to bring him back. He wants to go back. Um, Now, just because there's blind items does not necessarily mean that it's true. But after the Megyn Kelly fiasco, NBC would be stupid to bring a sexual harasser back. They're already getting a ton of bad press for the Megyn Kelly stuff. And they're still trying to recover from the Matt Lauer scandal from last year when he was fired. Which, just a fun fact, today, which is November 29th, um, is exactly one year from the day he was fired. And if you're listening to this in the future, I'm recording this on November 29th, 2018. He was fired on... Did I say 2018? I hope I said 2018. Um, He was fired on November 29, 2017. Um, But so, because it's it's a first milestone, and people tend to love these milestones, especially for stories like this, um, Page Six started asking around about him. Like, does he really want to come back? Um, Is he... What's going on with him? You know, those sort of stuff. Well, what we found is his divorce is nearly final. He's agreed to pay his soon-to-be ex-wife $20 million, which, not too shabby for having to put up with him cheating and then wanting to crawl on top of you. Um, uh, The soon-to-be ex and Matt Lauer still share a house. Um, I mean, it's a 20, like a 20 bedroom mansion in the Hampton, so I'm pretty sure they're not like one another in the hallway, and it's super awkward. Um, and you know, there were some comments made about, you know, why are they still living together? Here's why. I, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I know enough about divorce laws that the person who moves out of the house usually has to give it up. And I'm guessing that neither one of them want to give up that house. What, uh, of course, one of them will eventually have to. Um, unless they decide to get back together, which is always a possibility with these two. But it's, it's far more likely that this is as this wraps up, one of them will move out and into another house. My guess is it's going to be her and the kids that move out. I can't imagine him being given full custody. Of course, and I, I need to put an asterisk here. Of course, it's possible he will get custody of the kids. Um, he cheated. He would, you know, there's no abuse or anything like that alleged. So, it, it's very possible that he will. It's just not very likely. Um, but as for him wanting to go back, 
um, right after he was fired, yes, he did want to go back. Um, in fact, that was what he wanted more than anything. However, given that, given everything that's happened, um, he wants to take some time and he's been spending it with kid, with his kids. Um, he, you know, he's trying to, I don't want to say he's trying to be father of the year because that sounds sarcastic, but I think he's really trying to center his life around something that's not his career. He made enough money where he doesn't ever have to worry about, um, working again if he doesn't want to. And frankly, at this point, I'm not sure that anyone would hire him. Yes, you know, again, I know all about the rumors about NBC wanting him back. But I can't imagine Andy Lack going from one mistake to another to another. Um, of course, the man has proven us wrong time and again, but there's a real hope that with the optics on this one, he's going to be smart enough not to make that mistake. Um, so yes, there is that. We are very happy for Matt Lauer. Um, life seems to be fine with him. He's not as forlorn or upset as he was at one point. And, you know, sometimes people just need a break. You know, if I had... He's worth close to, like, $80 million. If I had $80 million, I'd take a year or five or a lifetime off. I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I am back. So, I wanted to move on from the pedophile, or not pedophiles, but the the sexual deviance, for lack of a better word. Even though deviance is a pretty damn good word, if you ask me. This is what happens when I'm thrust into the cold, and I put vodka in my hot chocolate. Um, so... We talked earlier about how there's going to be a vlog. This is one of the stories that I would love to cover on the vlog. Um, because then I could have like a clip of her singing some of her most favorite songs. Not favorite, her most famous songs. But for now, we're just going to have to deal with the honking in the background and pretend like it's Marita Moreno singing um, songs from West Side Story. So... If you don't already know, Steven Spielberg has bought the rights to remake the classic musical. And um, everyone was like, this is going to be a clusterfuck. Like, you know, the when it came back to Broadway, it was kind of cool because they... Uh, it was kind of cool because they did it in a bilingual way. Um, which, that's really awkwardly phrased. I, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, it, the show was bilingual. And they did something really interesting. However, they seem to... Steven Spielberg seems to be whitewashing all of that. Something like that never happened. And trying to, like, I don't know, make it 
more to his vision instead of having it evolve. Well, that was the thought process, and that was the fear. But then he went and did something great. Now, this what he did was really great, but that's not to say that he's still not trying to um, turn turn Mothai Sari into what he wants it to be. It's just what he wants it to be is a little less icky than what we had feared. So what he did is he hired Rita Marino. Um, obviously, she cannot reprise her role as Anita. Um, and for those that don't know, her role as Anita it, um, got her a Best Supporting Actress Oscar and put her on the path to being an EGOT, which I think there's like only 14 of them in the entire world. So that, you know, it's a very, very prestigious and rare thing. Um, but... So, so he hired her. She's going to be playing a new role. Uh, well, it's not technically a new role. It's a role that was in the original. Um, but it, it's kind of a compilation of characters. Um, and in the, orig- in the original, it was a man. Um, obviously, Rita Marino is not a man. She's a woman. Which I don't know why I felt the need to say that. Anyways. Um, so she's going to be playing Doc. Who is going to own the bodega where Tony works. Um, I don't know exactly how big of a role she's going to have. Um, you know, will it will it be nothing more than a glorified cameo, or will it be um, something? You know, will it be more of a supporting role? That's yet to be decided. But what we do know is that not only is she going to be starring in it, but she is going to be an executive producer. Um. This part, and this is, I think, something that needs to be talked about a little bit more. This is very important because that means she's going to have some creative control. I don't know how much, and Steven Spielberg is known to be an outsized personality when it comes to his movies. Um, so it could be very, very little creative control. It could just be a vanity title. Though, I don't understand why you would pay someone a lot of money to just have a vanity title. Um, maybe it looks good, maybe it's the optics of it all. Who knows? But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume here that she's going to have some, some creative input. Um, and therefore, I don't think... I mean, obviously, she's not going to be the lead, but I, I can see her having a much beefier part than if the role had gone to someone else. And speaking of going to someone else... I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we're going to do a good old-fashioned blind item. Um, This one comes from our friends over at blindgossip.com. It's it's called Hero Distraction. Um, Just go over to our timeline. They're full of great blind items, all interesting and sorted. And um, there's one about a competing... um, it's called Two Proposals. That one's all about a girl who thinks she's about to get proposed to, but the boyfriend says, mm, no, not so much. 
Um, but this one, this one's interesting, and the people who I believe it's about, there's an interesting story there. So it's called Hero Distraction, and it um, comes from, obviously, Bonnie Gossip. It says, this celebrity is definitely not happy about those stories about her engagement. Her team has been instructed to put out some feel-good stories about her. She doesn't want victim stories. Those don't fit her brand. They will be hero stories and humanitarian stories that make her look good and distract from that other narrative. Hero, humanitarian, can't wait to see what they come up with. So, I believe this is about um, Paris Hilton and her ex-fiancé, Chris... um, I don't know how to say his last name. Um, So, let's call him Chris Hottie McHot. His last name starts with a Z. Um, And... He got naked for the leftovers, which is where everyone knows him from. And when I say naked, I don't mean he, like, showed his butt. He did show his butt, which is very cute. But he showed everything. Um, so, Paris and Hottie McCott broke up. And there was, there was some debate about who was going to get the engagement ring. Um... And because she put out that she dumped him, legally, um, people thought she was going to have to give the ring back to him. Well, Paris Hilton was not about to do that because she's Paris Hilton and giving things away for free is just not her style. But she also didn't want people to think that she had to buy her own ring. So she didn't know what to do. And he really wanted that ring. And he, like, his publicist, um, when asked about it, was like, he's a world-famous artist. Now, world fa- him being a world-famous anything, kind of a stretch. I mean, he was engaged to Paris Hilton, and half the people in the world don't even know his name. And It's not even half. Most people don't know his name. Um, he's a solid actor. He's hot. But you're only going to get so far on looks. Let's keep it real here. Um, and as far as being a world famous artist, I, one of his paintings was um, shared on one of the I forgot which gossip site. It might have been Crazy Days and Nights in the comment section. Um, but anyways, Google it. It, it. It's not to criticize another person's art, but a second grader draws better. Paris Hilton, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, you know what? It was on D-Listed. Go to D-Listed and um, search for Paris Hilton. You'll find it there. So anyway, so the um, the person um, what Paris Parasite um, Parasite is what um, she is called on D-Listed, which is why that jumped into my head. So The reason why Paris was so adamant about this is because Chris really didn't buy the ring. But allegedly, neither did she. It was was allegedly a gift from one of her um, jewelry designer friends. And, you know, there was just no way in hell she was going to give up a $2 million ring. I mean, even though she could, she's worth like $300 million and he's worth two cents. So she could have easily done that. And, and just been a generous soul. But 
um, the other rumor is, and I, I don't know if this is his people putting it out or if it's the truth, but the other rumor is that she didn't dump him. He dumped her. Um, and it wasn't a money issue like they're saying. It's because he found someone else that he wanted to be with. And I'm so sorry, I didn't realize that the train was going to come by. Um, so in case you missed that, the rumor is that he dumped her because he found someone else that he wants to be with. And Paris Hilton cannot have it being believed that she was dumped for someone else. I mean, can you imagine being just like a regular person who gets dumped? Oh my word, the scandal. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. send me all the emails, tweets, whatever you want. I don't care. This is this is my birthday, Christmas, 4th of July, and New Year's Day all wrapped into one for me. So what's going on? Um, the, pol- the political mess known as Donald Trump has been walking on shaking ground, walking on shaking ground for a while now. And, you know, there's nothing... There's nothing really bad about that. Um, Richard Nixon did it for six years before he was impeached. So, what, what's happening and why does this bring me such a glee? And the answer is very, very simple. It brings me glee because... After almost four years of dealing with this narcissistic asshole, it finally seems like he's not going to be able to wiggle his way out of this. So, throughout the years, we've watched him, scandal after scandal just slides right off. He's Teflon Don. Um, His supporters don't care, or at least they didn't care. But now they're seeing the other side of everything. So his his tariff war, or his trade war, I should call it, to you know, use the legal terms, has started to affect people's jobs. GM is laying off fifteen thousand employees. Now, a little caveat: I was told in confidence um, that this isn't all that it seems to be. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to go into the details. Um, the person who told me is someone I trust very much, and I don't believe that she would uh, mislead me. You know, I don't know the inner workings, but what we do know right now, what is out in the open is, for the time being, at the very least, 15,000 people are going to be out of jobs. Um, those 15,000 people are concentrated in Michigan, Ohio, and another Trump um, state. <clears throat> so, okay, like, you know, he can probably overcome that. 
Um, and some of his supporters are already saying, this isn't his fault. This is the fault of that GM, blah, blah, blah. But here's where it gets really interesting and where the heat's really being turned up. Not on the trade war. But in the span of five or six hours, Deutsche Bank in Germany was raided. His former accountant's um, offices in Chicago were raided. And Michael Cohen, who used to be his lawyer um, and, uh, and political fixer, pled guilty to lying to Congress. Now, these things could all be coincidence and, you know, maybe, maybe it means nothing. But I don't believe in coincidences. And, of course, it means something because why would it mean nothing? Why would, why would all these things happen all at once if there was nothing going on? helping clients to um, hide hundreds of millions of dollars. Money that was illegally um, gained. Dun, dun, dun. So, okay, that's one piece of the puzzle. His former accountant's office is being raided in Chicago for the same thing. They believe that there was money laundered and that he was um, being bribed. Okay. See what I mean about the coincidences not really being a real thing? Because if you don't, you're about to. So what did Michael Cohen lie to Congress about? Oh, a little thing about building a Trump Tower in Moscow. More money. And all three of these things lead right back to the douche in chief. Now, some people are saying, well, Robert Mueller just waited until after... Um, Robert, Robert Mueller just waited until after the midterm elections to make sure that these charges were going to stick. But, and, you know, I was talking to my friend about it, and he told me no. He, you know... If, he said he wouldn't... He doubts it. Um, and I do too. I think Trump waited... And he said it, and I agree with him. Um, Mueller waited until after Trump submitted his... Written testimony... In order to... Start doing this. Trump is the one who waited until after the midterms. Because he didn't want to be removed from office. Even though he's probably going to be... If Republicans can ever grow balls, which is not very likely given the current um, Republicans in, in power. But if they do, this is going to get very, very, very interesting very, very fast. Um, for those who don't remember, Bill Clinton was impeached and nearly removed from power. He, he avoided it by one solitary vote. Nixon resigned before he was... Um, removed from power and Andrew Jackson I don't I don't believe he was removed from power he could have been though um but I think I think he just barely held on 
And I pointed out that all of this is happening as the 2020 election is gearing up to go into overdrive. So this is going to be very interesting. Um, John Kasich has already said that he's he's considering a run for the nomination against Trump. Um, Paul Ryan retiring at the age of like 48 or 49 or however old he is really strikes me as very bizarre because he wanted to raise the retirement age to 70. And yes, I realize he's a hypocrite, but I'm wondering if he's not actually retiring, but getting ready for his own run at the office. And for those who are telling me I'm crazy, just watch. Paul Ryan's not done on the national stage. He wants more. And I can promise you that. I can promise you that there will be another episode coming up um, probably next week. And probably with ads this time. So yay. Um, Again, if you want to support me, if you want to send me money, go to the Anchor app um, and go to listener support. You can send me any, any amount of money that you want to. I would appreciate it. And until next time, cheers.